They're the joyful agains our children shout on the swings, the exhausting agains of cooking and laundry, and the difficult agains of discipline. So much of what we do as mothers is on repeat. So what if we woke up with clarity, knowing which agains we were called to, and went to bed believing we are faithful in what matters most? We believe God's word is the key to untangle from the confusion and overwhelm we feel. Let's look up together to embrace a motherhood full of freedom and joy. Thank you so much for listening to the Again Podcast. This is brought to you by Entrusted Ministries, and I'm your host, Stephanie Hickox. Today, I'm joined by Betsy Corning, or Aunt Betsy, as I call her. And we are going to talk about something incredibly memorable. If you've ever taken Entrusted with a Child's Heart, you're sure to remember the chart. It's commonly referred to as that, but the official name is the Everyday Before You Say Chart. It's an incredible resource that Betsy developed when her kids were young, and I can absolutely vouch for the effectiveness. Before we get to that conversation, I would like to mention something about the last few episodes. We've focused heavily on the blessings of obedience and the blessings of fearing the Lord, and they truly are all over Scripture. But I wanted to make sure it was clear that we aren't teaching our children to obey for the blessings. And we don't fear God for the blessings. We love, honor, and obey him because he's worthy. It's in his character to bless us, though. Hebrews 11.6 states, And without faith, it is impossible to please him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. We actually please God when we believe in his goodness. And I love that opportunity to teach our children that God is a rewarder, that when we live with faith and we believe in his goodness and his mightiness, his majesty, that he is the God of creation, that he is the God who set up a plan of salvation even before that, and that he is the God who is near and can solve our problems, he is pleased by that faith. I also thought about many examples in scripture. Specifically, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came to mind. When questioned if they were going to refuse to serve the image that Nebuchadnezzar had set up, they said, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. If this be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of your hand, O king. But if not, be it known to you, O king that we will not serve your gods or worship the golden image that you have set up. This is such a beautiful example of the fear of God because they understand that they may be giving their lives, but they know that God is worthy. What an excellent model as we chain our children. Integrity doesn't always seem to be rewarded on this earth, but in eternity it is. Let's continue to teach our children to be motivated by a pure heart that honors the God of the universe because he is so worthy. Before we get to today's episode, I'm going to remind you of what's to come in the next month or so. Next week, Emily and I will be joining you for a special episode talking about our Thanksgiving traditions. And after that, we'll have a Thanksgiving devotional. Then we'll dive into Christmas and Advent traditions, as well as talking about some ideas for reading through the Bible and New Year's traditions. We have some natural solutions coming your way for cleaning ideas, beauty, and solving health issues that you certainly encounter as a mom. We've got a lot coming. We hope you stay tuned and are spreading the word to your friends. 
All right, today I am joined by Aunt Betsy or Betsy Hello. Corning. Hello. And we are going to talk about the chart, the everyday before you say chart. And this is an amazing resource that Betsy developed when her kids were younger. What is the phrase you use? That necessity is the author of the mother of invention, they say. Yes. And I think that's so true. So when I was at the point of my children being late, preschool and up to sixth grade, I thought, how can I help them develop some disciplines without having to constantly be reminding them? So this is what you said, the every day before you say. So I don't have to feel like I'm saying or reminding them constantly, but that they can self-motivate to accomplish these things and they're also motivated by a little reward at the end of the month. But it's a delayed gratification because they really have to be patient. They really have to work for it. And I think we can all relate that we appreciate a little accountability or a little motivation. And when you write something down, it's helpful to be faithful with it. And I really love how this is not a chore chart although you may include a few chores on it to help your children develop faithfulness or initiative, it really is helpful in stewarding their character and taking things that you've already trained them in and setting that expectation that this is something that mom expects you to do before you're asked and to stay consistent and faithful in it. And if they don't do it, then they don't do it and they don't get the reward for it, which is the payout at the end of the month, or the reward of actually developing the good habit of it. Of course, that's the main goal that we're trying to do there with the kids. So what would some of these tasks or disciplines possibly be? And I would say, you're going to gauge these according to the age of your children. So if you have children ranging from age three to sixth grade, you're going to want to include the three-year-old because they just want to be a part of what everybody's doing. So you can put a couple things in there, just say, did you pick up your shoes and put them away? Or did you put your laundry in the laundry bin and they can get a point for that? Or certain things like that are simple for them, so they're included. And then, of course, the other tasks for your older children would be a little bit more difficult and probably a little bit a higher reward. And for an example of that, I would say homework complete by seven o'clock. They come home from school, they get a little bit of time, just downtime, but then they need to manage their time well and get on the homework so that they're not saying at 9.30 or 9, I didn't get my homework done. And that would be different for you. How would that look different for you, Steffi? Sure. As a homeschooler, I expect them to be done with their work around three if possible. And if they diligently complete their schoolwork and are done at three, that's a couple points each day. Is it a problem if they finish at four? No, not mm -hmm. really for me. That's fine if that's how they want to steward their time. But they learn, wow, I was really efficient and I got that streamlined. And then I was able to have a lot more free time to play instead of the day that I took many breaks throughout the day that didn't yeah. go as well for me. But I, I love them learning that now instead of in college. They're really developing those skills. 
And whether you homeschool or your children go to school somewhere else, I think that's such a great thing to steward. Also, the morning routine is really important to me that my children are going to their Bible without being asked and brushing their teeth. And I would like for the bed to be made, but I have to admit I'm a little bit lax with that these days because of their lofts and bunk beds and things. But I you, can't make those either. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> and the, but I'll put certain things like I want all of the, the pajamas in the hamper and you to be dressed, teeth brushed, Bible read and breakfast eaten. Wow. Imagine having those things done and you didn't even have to say anything. They did it before you said it. And yes. that's the thing. At, in the evening, you would mark the chart and you would give them the designated points for the tasks that they did that day. And I don't even know if I would. They are tasks, but they're more something that you want to discipline in their lives. Like you want them to be uh, diligent about it. I guess we could say that we're really building good habits, good solid habits. Do we want them to brush their teeth twice a day? Yes. <laughs> but if they don't, they're not going to get their points. If they don't hang their wet towel up, they're just not going to get the points. If they don't get their homework done, they're just not going to get the points. And by the end of the month, they see that I, I wish I would have hung my towels up and brushed my teeth. And that should be the easiest one to get the points for, right? Right. It really is neat to see every month when they come downstairs and they'll see the new chart on the fridge. And I like to decorate them according to the month. As I know you always did, Aunt Betsy. And they'll get very excited about it. And then they'll look oh, what is mom really looking for this month? And there will be some things that reading your Bible faithfully, that's always something I'm looking for. But there'll be a new thing that, okay, we need to practice kindness more. And so when I see you going out of your way to be thoughtful or kind to someone, then that's going to be a point this month because I really want to encourage that. And I like to encourage things between siblings. So I might say, can you help your younger sibling learn in a water verse? And that would be a certain number of points. Or would you read to the youngest one or the next to the youngest one or whatever? And a certain number, reading 15 minutes a day can get them two points. And I'm not even having to say, you need to do this or would you do this? And while I'm making dinner, they're reading to their sibling and that just frees me up a little bit. And that's fantastic because taking what could be a competitive situation of the chart, now you're turning it into something that's building the sibling relationships. And after that is gone from the chart, that might be a habit that they've developed that they continue to do and realize, oh, that was a fun time when we read together. And the way that you do that, yeah, they might just want to keep doing that whether it's on the chart or not. And that's the goal, isn't it? Yeah. So the next month, you might not put that on at all. Maybe they got tons of points this month for that, and you might put it on the next month or you might take it off, but it'll reappear again at some time and you'll know whether they kept doing it or not if they learned the good habit. Right. So there's an ebb and flow to this for sure, and you have to wait out their their ebbs and flows sometimes, And but we as moms have to be consistent because just because they have a month where they just don't feel like doing any of this, to some point... You have to say, you can't go to school in your pajamas, or right. maybe you can at your house, <laughs> I don't know. But you are working on these things together, and it's it's really amazing how they will even spur each other on, or it, they may be competitive with each other, and that's not a bad thing either, because at the end of the month, maybe one of them worked really hard, and they had a higher reward, 
and the other one will say, now I really wish I would have worked harder. And then they're eager to go the next month. But kids have different temperaments. And so you can watch this develop in your children. I just found it really useful. It was so useful to us that we did it for many years. And my kids remember me coming out uh, the beginning of the month. You definitely had to have that chart ready by the first of the month. And they'd be so excited to see what did it look like this month? What does mom have on there? What came off? Because you want to keep it new and fresh so that they're excited about doing it. Mm -hmm. And you might have something on there also that you think, let's see if we can do this that you don't have any screen time today. And I will make that a lot of points. If you can just avoid any kind of screen time today, providing you don't have to do something for school, that could get you a lot of points. Maybe you do something, maybe, so maybe it's like that. So it's not just necessarily that you do something, but maybe it's that you are not doing something. Mm -hmm. It really reminds me of a verse that you use in Troopers, the coordinating curriculum to entrusted with a child's heart to teach the children this concept of initiative. And Proverbs 6, 6 through 8 says, Go to the ant, O sluggard, consider her ways, and be wise. Without having any chief officer or ruler, she prepares her bread in summer and gathers her food in harvest. This is such a biblical principle that we reap what we sow often in life. And so we're training our children that, yes, put in the hard work, put in the diligence, develop these great habits. And there is a blessing that comes from that. I think we can all relate to you can't just start flossing the couple of days before you go to the dentist. Maybe some people could get away with that. I know. That might have been one of the key lessons in my 30s, that maintaining things is so much better yes. than this mad dash. Or, now, yeah. I have a bad story about my husband who has never had a cavity in his life. And he doesn't floss either. It's so <laughs> maddening because I'm like always doing all these things. But uh, he goes to the dentist and the hygienist says, when did you last floss your teeth? And he's like, well, the better question would be, when did you last floss my teeth? I feel like, oh, my goodness. Oh. That's pretty bad. Oh, um, so funny. Some people can get away with that. That was yeah. just a friend of a friend that I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so back to the chart a little bit. I think that it was so helpful to us. Maybe it's something that would be helpful to you or maybe not. I think Stephanie will have some pictures up so you can follow along with so it will make more sense with what we're saying. But at the end of the month, you assign a certain monetary value to each point. Maybe it's a dime, maybe it's a quarter. Certainly, I don't think more than that. But you don't want them to get be getting too terribly much money at the end of the month. But then you put a little bit away for savings, a little bit away for some charitable service project or person, compassion or whatever it is. And then, then they have some spending money. But it's also teaching them really how to manage their money a little bit. And if they got very little that month, then they're pretty much motivated to pick it up for the next month. And I would say this isn't really effective with somebody over sixth grade, because at that point, they will start babysitting and get $15, $20 an hour, which is what they might get yeah. in a month in the chart. That sort of is that transition period. But for younger kids in grade school together, grammar school, they they really, it was so effective. Only mom can write on the chart. That was the rule, except dad, if he came in and had a 
definite demerit. That was It was called Dad's Demerit. He wrote it in red, and you definitely never wanted to get one of those. But only a couple demerits possible where there's four to six or more ways that they can earn the money. And the demerits were only, usually they would be one minus one point. I think a dad's demerit was actually minus 10 points, but you just pretty much never wanted to have that on the chart. And of course, if we had that on there, we didn't really necessarily have the, the chart out for everybody to see, but usually hung on the refrigerator I've got to get them out and show them to the kids now and see what they'd say. (laughs) But yeah, that it just was so effective for us. I took a break off from the chart this last month and I have thought, man, I'm doing a lot more of the housework because it's just nice for my kids to have that visual reminder and it's just so helpful. But something I developed a couple of months ago is that they each have a May chore, a must chore, and a get out the door chore. Oh, the May chore is something that's really helpful, but they don't have to do it, but they can earn a point for it. The must chore is okay, maybe one of them has to wipe off the toothpaste on the bathroom counters every day, and one of them needs to sweep the hardwood floors, and another one fills up our Berkey water filter, and another one sets the table. And they're all age appropriate for them. That's been really helpful. And then I realized. When we need to get out the door, one of them can fill up the water bottles. One of them can make sure that the bunny has everything they need. Another can gather any activities. And then another one might help me gather swimsuits or blankets or beach towels. Wow, this is helping me quite a bit. And it, it didn't take very long. These are all things they're capable of doing. It was just to be able to put it on the chart and say, this is my expectation that if we're going to go somewhere fun, I need a little help for it. And so it's neat to see how you can think about the things, maybe the pain points in your parenting, the things that you are reminding too much, the things that you're hoping you see more, or just some of those struggles. And if you've really trained them in them, then maybe you just need something like the chart to reinforce and remind them that this is an expectation and let's stay faithful in this. I think it was uh, great what you said as far as you stopped doing the chart for one month and the difference that you could see. They just And this is true because it's not really an ingrained habit yet. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes it, that's helpful to see. Mm-hmm. But that's the point of it. Like we, if we're really going to do it, we don't want to give up easily. We want to be consistent. And so if we're consistent and we drop off one item one month, we can kind of see. It's really interesting for us as moms to watch our kids with different temperaments and how they take to it and what they will uh, strive for and what is motivates them. Yes. But but over time, they're learning that they are, we want them to be intrinsically motivated. And over time, that kind of takes place. Yeah. But you have to ride out those waves of the ebb and flow and be consistent yourself to really make it effective. Yes. And I think anchoring the point giving at the end of the night to something that you do consistently. For us, I do our vitamins at night. And as they're taking their vitamins, I pull out the chart and we give the points then. And since that's something I faithfully do every night with the vitamins, I know I'm going to be faithful with the chart as well. That's very helpful to be consistent with it. 
And we always did ours. We had them hanging on the refrigerator for the most part, and they would come down by the kitchen table, and we would just be doing that last little drink of water or whatever. We'd mark the chart. They'd sit around, and then we'd go up to bed. So that was it. What would be more discouraging than you say you can earn these points, but then we're not there every day to mark the points. Right. So it takes some consistency on mom's part to do this. Some people are big systems people and some people aren't. It might not be for everyone, but it was very effective for our household. I think it it targets so many different goals that we have with our kids that it's really, if you're not a big systems person, I would say this is ideal because it's one system with so much fruit. And I just think we need to be careful to not have too many systems, too many routines for our kids. We want to make sure that they know what are the really important things that we're striving for. What are the big goals that we have? I've also heard one mom said, I tried the chart and I gave my daughter a demerit and she had a meltdown. So I don't think the chart's going to work for us. But I said, no, actually the chart is pointing out an opportunity for you to address that your daughter really maybe is too hard on herself when she fails, or maybe she's trying to manipulate you. There's a lot going on there. And mm-hmm. the chart isn't the problem. It's an opportunity to steward that. Or or sometimes maybe we're going to see competition between the siblings. But isn't it a great thing to teach our kids when you work hard, there is often a bonus at the end. And someday you're going to have a boss and it's going to be important that you're diligent and Ultimately, we were teaching that they do this all before the Lord, but I think it's healthy to teach, yes, you're right, your sibling worked really hard and that's why they got more money than you, but you had the same opportunity and next month you're going to have a chance to earn that much money as well. And so are you going to give up because there's a little competition or are you going to take that same opportunity? And I think if we look at this, beyond just sort of a mechanical exercise, but an opportunity to see into sort of some finer inner workings of our kids and their temperaments, that we can help them build good habits and disciplines in life Mm -hmm. by just, you do, when you do this, you'll start to see those things come out. And it's really interesting. It is. I definitely notice different patterns in my children. Some are, have, such tremendous initiative, but then they might have a little bit more propensity to earn demerits. And I might have a laid back one and he's not going to get very many demerits, but he might not be getting as many for taking initiative and things. And you see how this really refines those areas, that sandpaper. Yes. So if there's something that wasn't really clear in what we explained here, it is on our website and Steph can tell you more about that. Absolutely. I'm really, really excited because we have a sale coming up, a tis the season sale. It's going to go live on Black Friday and last for several weeks. We're going to have two items featured. The first is the chart. We have printed out 11 by 17 on really great paper that will hold up for the whole month and you can decorate it yourselves. It is a 24-pack, so this will last you for two years. And those are going to be for sale on our website for a limited time. We only have a limited number of them. Please be looking for that on Black Friday. 
We will also have the Entrusted with a Child's Heart book for couples. Normally, this book is $25, but it is going to be on sale for $15. And if you've been listening and you're thinking, how can I get my husband on board? That's exactly why Betsy and David wrote this book together to help bring the truths of God's word to couples. It's really comprehensive and you can take your time going through it. In the meantime, if you feel like I cannot wait till Black Friday, I need to print out a copy of this right now. You can head to our website, entrustedministries.com, on the resource page, and we have all the details about the chart, and you can even print off a copy. Of course, you might not have a very large printer at home to use, but we encourage you to start even if you have to start small. And we are so grateful for your support. We ask that you would consider following us on social media, on Instagram or Facebook, or writing a review. Did you know that I pray over you after every episode? We know that you are doing some hard work at home, and it can feel weary and discouraging, and some days you're not seeing very much fruit. So stick around so we can pray some scripture over you. You got this, Mama. We know you're busy, Mama, so we are truly grateful you joined us for this episode of Again. If you're looking for more information about building your home on the foundation of Jesus Christ, head to www.entrustedministries.com to learn more about our study for moms, Entrusted with a Child's Heart. This scripture-saturated study has blessed families around the world, and we want it for you too. Before you go, I want to pray this benediction over you from 2 Thessalonians 1, 11-12. We're rooting for you. To this end, we always pray for you, that our God may make you worthy of his calling and may fulfill every resolve for good and every work of faith by his power, so that the name of our Lord Jesus may be glorified in you and you in him, according to the grace of our God and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Until we meet again.